Amen. I'm excited to be here this morning. I, I feel good. I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on. I feel God. I feel Holy Ghost in this place. I don't want to just, uh, just announce to you, don't forget, don't forget we have conference coming up. Let's pray for conference. Come on. Amen. Let's pray for a conference. Let's pray for a conference. And we have pastors coming from all over. We have, we have over 164 that are signed up. Pastors coming in. We have churches coming from all over the place. They're wanting, and some that wanted to come, they couldn't make it from out of state, uh, from out of the country. But they are excited to hear what's going on here. And so let's continue believing God for great things. Can somebody say amen? Amen. amen. I want to minister this morning on the spirit of a bondservant. The spirit of a bondservant. In Acts chapter 16, verse 16, the Bible says, And it happened that as we were going into the place of prayer, a certain slave girl, having a spirit of divinity, met us, who was bringing her master much profit by her fortune telling. Following after Paul, and us, and kept crying out, saying, These men are bond servants of the Most High God who are proclaiming to you the way of salvation. Father, we thank you this morning for your presence that's in this place. I thank you for everything that's taking place, oh God. I thank you for all the things that you have done for us, oh God, and, and pushed us through, Father God. I, I pray, Lord, that you would move this morning, God. He would touch us. Speak to us, that we'll grab a hold of this spirit, Father, in the name of Jesus. And everybody says, amen. I, I need you to understand here this morning is, is here is this woman. And this woman was a fortune teller. She was, she was a, where you find right there on the sciences, palm reading and all these things. Uh, and, and she was being gifted in within the demonic realm and doing all this witchcraft. And there she was, and she seen the men of God. And the men of God were going to preach salvation. Some say salvation. Salvation, salvation is when someone is drowning, when someone's in loss and someone has no direction, when someone is, is, is lost in the world and, and Jesus reached out his hand and pulls them out of the situation. He saves them, he delivers them, and he brings them up. That's what salvation is, that he changes our direction. Some say direction. Our direction. We're no longer going straight to hell, but now heaven becomes our home. Come on, somebody. Now we're not going, amen, to hellish places, but now our life has changed direction. Salvation brings us out of corruption, brings us out of hurt, brings us out of depression, anxiety, uh, whatever is going on, he rescues us from that. I just seen a, a, a horrific thing that happened over the weekend, and, and these boats were being uh, sinking, and people were dying in them. And they said that, that uh, they had seized a few of them, but a lot of them had drowned, and, and they had, there was a lot of life support that were just floating all over the place. And I was like, wow, man, I just, just imagine uh, that hurt. And I, I broke down and tried to pray for the families because uh, that's a picture of our lives, that we are drowning, man, in sorrow. We are drowning in pain and agony, and we're trying to get out. And Jesus says, I am the way out. I am the way out. I am the deliverer. I am the Savior. I am the one that can rescue you out of your condition. And this, would, this is what she was saying in a nutshell. She was saying, uh, 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 these men were going, amen, and, and preaching and saying this. And she was crying out. Listen to what I'm saying. She was crying out, saying, these men are bond servants. Wow. Someone say bond servant. 
they were, they were crying out saying, bond servants. Now, this is the thing that I want you to understand. Many in the kingdom of God don't want to be recognized as a servant or a slave. Oh, come on, somebody. Everybody wants to be recognized as a king. Everybody sometimes gets some, uh, get ego-driven. Hello. The spirit of E.T. Now, now, this is what I want you to understand with me this morning, please. Is that the church has to come to the place where they desire to serve for God. That desire a willing spirit to serve. Some say to serve. And that's the attitude Christ wants us. He wants us to have the attitude to serve. We can't have the wrong attitude, amen, because the wrong attitude does not cause us to be effective. Having the place of, oh, I want to I, I be this and I want to be that, God said, no, no, it ain't going to work. It doesn't work. Now, I want to lay this out for you if I can this morning. In Mark chapter 10, verse 42, Mark 10, 42, says these words. But Jesus called them to himself and said to them, you know that those who are considered rulers over the Gentile, lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. It shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever of you desire to be first shall be the slave of all. Mm-mm. Listen to that. Whoever of you desires to be first shall be the slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Come on, somebody. Come on, let's give the Lord a great cloud prophet. Amen. Now, now listen closely to this. What happened here is there's James and John had come, and I'm not going to talk too much about that because that's for another time. James and John had came to Jesus, and he told, hey, man, uh, 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 we want to be in your right hand, your left hand. And he tells them, look it, that is prepared for someone else or prepared for those who are going to go through a lot of pain and agony. And then he goes on, and all the disciples get jealous. And so Jesus brings this out, and he, and he lays it out like this. This is what I want you to catch. He's saying, calling them to himself... Jesus said to them, you know that those who are recognized as rulers of the Gentile, Lord, it over them. He's saying those that are in high position, those that are in that that position, they lord over their servants. Now listen to this. This is what I love right here in the transition. And their great men exercise authority over them. Look at verse 43. But it is not so among you. He's telling them, that's not who we are. That's not the system that we're in. We're not in the system to become great. But the system that we're in, and the system that we're in, listen to this, I love this. But it's not so among you, but whoever wishes to become great. He goes, the system of greatness is different. The system of climbing the ladder is not stepping on one, but on helping one. Come on, somebody. Amen. Listen to what I'm saying. He's saying the system of the world or the system, how they do it is to lord over them, is to step on them, is is to treat them like nothing. He says, but no, the system of God. Those 
is to help. Someone say help. Help. Whoever wishes to become great among you shall be your servants. Wow. Servants. To serve. Someone say to serve. To serve. And whoever wishes to be first among you shall be slave of all. And if you want to be greater than all that, you're going to have to learn to put on (laughs) the garments of slavery. Now, this is what I want you to catch really quick. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom. He said, man, I, I paid one of the most expensive prices there is because I came to serve you. I came to serve you with my life, and it cost me my life. And that's what he's trying to tell us, that we're going to have to learn to give our life to the things of God. Come on, somebody. Not only do, do we give our life to the Lord and we get born again and we see Christ as, as a person, Lord and Savior, he said we're going to have to learn to become bond servants, to become servants. And I'm going to break that down right now to you. See, we have to learn that the willingness to throw ourselves in this concept doesn't make any sense. Some people don't understand, well, you know, uh, oh, yeah, well, let me just, you know, do this. And let me just, because our, our nature is always to watch out for oneself. Our nature is what about me? No, I'm the only one, okay. <laughs> I ministered a couple, a couple weeks ago on self-centered and what? God-centered. And how self-centered seems right because it's always about taking care of us and taking care of myself. What about me? What about my family? What about my kids? That we forget to be God-centered, and God-centered is putting God first in everything that we do. Come on, and seeking the first, the kingdom of God. And when we do that, it's easy to become the servant God wants us to be. So we have to learn to step out of being self-centered and stop saying, well, what about me? Because God is always thinking about you. Even when we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. Come on, you got to understand God's be thinking about us that he gave his life for us and ransom for us that we would catch the spirit of a bond servant. So when our lives come to him that we will learn to serve others. Now, I want you to look with the Old Testament talked about a bond servant. Deuteronomy chapter 15. Deuteronomy 15. I think I gave you guys the wrong scripture up there, sorry. My fault. Deuteronomy 15, 16. New American Standard Bible says it like this. And it shall come to pass about if he says to you, I will not go out from you because he loves you. Wow. And your household, since he fares with you well or works with you well. Verse 16, verse 17. Then you shall take an oil, it was a, it was, it was, it was a piece of metal piece, and pierce it through his ear into the door. And he shall be your servant forever, and also you shall be likewise to your maidservant. Now, you got to hear what I'm going with this. When God brought the Jews out of Egypt, they had been redeemed from slavery, Okay? And there was not to be mistreat slaves among them. There were some, there were students that had to pay some debt. Now, listen clearly. They only can serve seven years in slavery. After seven years, they were set free. They were released. Now, what would happen 
It's those that were in the household of their beloved or the household of the people. Come up here, Joshua, really quick. I want you to see this because this is tremendous. Let's go here. Here he is. He's, he's, he's a slave in the house. But after seven years, he says, you know what? Man, I love where I'm at. I love where I'm at. I want to continue serving where I'm at. Continue serving where I'm at. He says, I'm going to. They said, okay. So they come to an agreement. They talk. And now they get him and they put him against the door post or the door. They get his ear with that piece of metal. And they hammer it through his ear into the door. This is what that means. That means that you're no longer a slave, but you're a bond servant. Listen to what I'm saying. We're going we're gonna to be ringed. And because why it went through the door is to represent that you are serving this house. Come on, somebody. You are serving this house. You belong to this house. You're a servant of this house. Now you are bonded to, that's why they bond him to the door. You're bonded to this house. And that's what we need to understand. God is saying, are you willing to say that, uh, God, you saved me. I love where I'm at. Am I willing to serve in this house? Oh, come on, somebody. You got, you got, oh, Jesus. The bond servant would come in and say, I'm in the place where I need to be. I'm not leaving this place because I love where I'm at. Huh. And I, oh, Jesus. Now he's willing. Someone say willing. He's willing. Not longer he has to, but he's willing. He's willing to do what needs to get done in that house. And that's the spirit of an arm, the spirit of a bouncer. He says, I'm willing to do everything that needs to get done in the house of God. The spirit of an armor bearer, excuse me, I'm getting caught up with the armor bearer. That's going to be next. The spirit of bond servant says, I love where I'm at. I ain't going nowhere. I'm here to serve. Come on, I'm here to serve. 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 Because that's what makes us great when we become the servants God wants us to be. Wow. That was the attitude of Christ. He says, man, he says, God... I love where I'm at. I love doing the will of God. I love what you put me to do. I'm becoming that bond servant, and I'm teaching our men that if you're going to be great, you need to serve. Come on, somebody. If you're going to be great, we're going to need to serve. I, I, I didn't get where I'm at because I walked in and said, I want to be the head honcho. I didn't walk in and said, I want to be pastor. I don't want to be a pastor. Lord, have mercy. 25 years ago, I gave my life to the Lord. Jesus came in, changed my life, delivered me from my past, brought me into a new place, and, and started working work on my past. I started serving. I started serving. I, I was cleaning the church, taking care of the church. Everything needed to get done in the church. And, and, from them, and then from them, I transitioned to, to help with the nursery, working in the nursery, the Sunday school, working. I became a teacher. Uh, I became a, the sound man. That's when my wife, we met my wife. Hello. I was a sound man, and she walked in the church the first time. She says, I'm going to marry that guy. I said, he's my girl. Amen. She didn't tell me this until like about after we started dating. And I, and I, had, I had a dream about it. I was going to marry her too. So 
Our anniversary is this Wednesday. It'll be 20, 19 years. Come on, 19 years. 19 years married, 23 years together. It's been a great, great ride. Amen. I thank God she's still on it. <laughs> and I just started serving and serving and serving and serving. And, and, and listen closely. I had to be willing not because I, not because I had to, because I wanted to. I love where I was at. I love where I was at. So when it was conference time, how can I serve? Come on, so when it's revival, how can I serve? When it, when it, when it was time to, to do they need help in the church, I wore so many hats, I thought they thought I was a hat man. Because I was willing to give myself. Because I love where I was at. Not only did I, 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 I didn't know that through that that I was being groomed to be a pastor. Through serving, I didn't know that I was being groomed to preach. Through serving, I didn't know that one day I was going to pastor a church, send out churches, have authority over a lot of pastors, help them become, I didn't know that. I just wanted to serve. I wasn't looking to do anything. When they, they told me that I wanted to go on pastor, I said, no. I want to stay here with you, pastor. He says, well, if you really want to help me, I need you to go and take a city. I said, okay, if you want me to. I'm going to do what God wants me to do. Come on, somebody. I'm going to do what God wants me to do. And so he, he got me and my wife, and, and he threw us out. I mean, he sent us out. He sent us out to, to Riverside, and me and my wife, and, and a few of the family here, we went, and we started. We started, and like three guys in the home, three, four guys in the home, and, and that's all we did. We went, and we just hit it, hit it, hit it, served, hit. My, my mother-in-law and my wife, they were all the ones doing all the, they took care of all the kids. It was a lot of kids, but it was, you know. But we, and then one time we had a meeting, and we were just us three in the meeting one time. And I'm like, wow, well, one day we're going to have more people in the meeting. Now we have about 100 some people in the servanthood meeting. Come on, somebody. It, it, you got to serve. To become great is to serve. You got, we have to, we, on, on our, on our, on our, I told them, I don't want to put here uh, uh, um, titles. I don't want titles on our, on our landings, we call them. The landers, what do they call them? I said, all I want on there is here to serve. So we're at conference. We're here to serve. What do you need? What do you need? We're here to serve. We got to get back into the spirit of a servant, the spirit of a bomb servant to serve. Someone say to serve, to serve, to serve. And so, so he's saying this, and he's telling, and here's this guy. He said, man, I like where I'm at. I like where I'm at. I love where I'm at. I, I love where I'm at. I love who I'm working for. I, I love my pastor. I love my pastor. My pastor, he's up one apart. I love my pastor. And whatever my pastor says, that it goes. Because nobody wanted to help me when I was all messed up. Come on, he took time to work with me when no one wanted to work with me. Does anybody know how that felt? When everybody didn't want, didn't want to even talk to you or to your kids or to your husband or to your wife. They're like, oh no, put your stuff away. He worked with me, and I love him, and I, uh, Jesus is my Savior, but I thank God for the man that got in my life. Give the Lord a great clap offering, amen? Now, now, go to Matthew chapter 11, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. I'm not going to take long, I just want to, I really want to iterate some things here. Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28, says these words. He says, come unto me, all ye that labors. 
and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. And learn of me. For I am meek. And low in heart. And you shall find rest. Unto your soul. For my yoke is easy. And my burden is what? Light. Now this is what I love. I love this right here. Here's a, a, great, a great picture of Jesus, again, coming down to a servant. You, you, got, you got to hear what I'm saying because this, this is what hit me. He goes, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and low in heart. I'm taking a low position. I'm not trying to be proudful or arrogant. I'm, I'm, you know, but if you're going to learn from me, we're going to have to yoke up. Now, now look at this is the thing they need to understand. A yoke was really one of the just degrading. A yoke was usually considered one of the cruelest things. But Jesus, some say Jesus. Yoke is easy and light. A yoke many times was for two oxen. There's a care for two oxen. It had a big hole. And a smaller hole, the ox, the 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 the, the, the yoke. It, it was it was like you know see those movies and they someone put their hands like that in there. That's not what it means. <laughs> but there's another one that we see two bulls running together and they got the yoke. That's the yoke that holds them together. It's usually a large a large older one who carry a lot of the load and a younger one, smaller one. And what it was do is they would yoke them together. So that the young one, when he thought he knew what he was doing, he would pull him. Because usually young ones, usually a little dumb. Because I was dumb. My pastor had me, that was joke to my pastor. And, and he would, oh, okay, okay, okay. I wasn't the ones that sometimes some pastors are dragging them. Because that guy don't want to go nowhere. I want you to see the picture, guys. Now, here's Jesus. Jesus is in the big yoke. We're in the little yoke. He's saying, I'm carrying the heavy load, but you're still going to have to listen. Because my yoke, come on, somebody, because my yoke, take, take my yoke and learn of me. He said, learn of me. Come on. Come on. Get it together. Come on, Art. Come on, Art. Let's get, let's, get, let's, get a, let's get a bull up here. Come on, bull. A little bull. Here we are. And he's the big one, little one. See? <laughs> and he wants to go his way. And no, he can't because the yoke has us together. We're yoked together. And I want to keep him from making mistakes and doing that. Come on, we're come on. Let's, let's do, we got to do this. We got to work because the old one knows what he needs to do. He's been serving. He's been a bond servant. He's been serving and doing what needs to be done. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> and, and, and here we go, and here we go, and here we go. And Jesus said the same way. He says, he says come on, I, I, I love you. And I know it's hard to understand that. 
But my yoke is light and it's easy. But learn from me. You can do this. Come on, somebody. Give the Lord a great clap offering. Amen. I love visuals because, you know, we, we like, we, you know, that's why we go to the movies because we like visuals. I guess not. Here we go. He says, and take, I love what he says, and he goes, goes on this, and they're all the, where are we at? Uh, the, the, oh, yeah, wrong one. I was about to bring something else. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. He's telling them, this is where I'm, this is where I position myself. I'm positioning myself down here. And we need to serve and help others. See, when I help you succeed, I succeed. Come on, somebody. When I help you succeed, I succeed. When I see you, man, I see you guys, when you guys came in, some of you guys had cars that had three tires. And just to see you guys grow, I'm not, it's not material things, but listen, 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 I can show you. Then all of a sudden, I see you guys get your new car. Like my sister came in, my sister, she, she didn't have a car for years. I mean, years. For years, as long as they become the church, and everyone, they got it broke down, and they someone blessed them with one, and they think a couple, last, couple weeks ago, they're like, She's, she's, my, she's my sister, my real sister. <sighs> Lord have mercy, yeah. <laughs> and she goes, hey, bro, I, I got a new car. And I went out there, and, and, and it, 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 I didn't, I'm, I'm not a really emotional guy. I am some, only with my wife, you know, hey, baby, I love you, I love you. And I told her, wow. I was, I was, I was really blessed to see that because why? Because I know, I know how God has, where she was and where God took her. Come on, somebody, and, 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 and I've seen, I see this, them being faithful and them being faithful. Same thing with all of us. You guys being faithful, you see you guys just grow and grow and grow because God blesses faithfulness. Amen. Come on, God blesses, God blesses faithfulness. God blesses faithfulness. Now, my, sometimes not always materially. It's, it's just sometimes just having strength in your body. Sometimes just being in your right mind. Because some of you guys, I know how you guys think. Lord have mercy. So I love what he says. He says, and you shall find rest. Someone say rest. Rest unto your soul. Your soul, my God, sometimes that becomes become so restless because you're yoked to the wrong things. You're yoked to something that might be bigger than you, but then it's dragging you. We are yoked to some bad things, bad choices, bad decisions. And God say, no, no, take that yoke off. Get out of that yoke. Come on, get out of that. Because he's saying, my yoke is light and easy. And it'll give you rest. Someone say rest. How many of you have been up at night you can't even think, oh, my God. And, oh, your brain's going. And, and, and you're, you're asleep, but your brain's still going. And you're thinking of all these things. And God say, no, no, no. Yoke up to me. I'll give you rest in your spirit. I'll give you rest in your soul. I'll give you rest in your emotions. I'll give you rest in your marriage and your family. Church. And he goes on and says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He says, it's, it's easier than you think. It's easier than you think. It's like, it's, like driving, it's like driving a car that's connected to a tow truck. It's easy. You don't have to do too much. Just get in the car. Have you ever noticed? I noticed this about four weeks ago. Maybe you have, but I have. I've noticed four weeks ago. When I seen a tow truck... It looks like the sign of the cross. I was driving behind him like, whoa. Okay. So imagine that, hooked up to that. See, you see, get in the car. 
and enjoy the ride. Come on, somebody. Enjoy the ride. Take off that yoke that continue messing with your mind. Amen. Wow. What a Philippians 2 5. I'll be closing with the Philippians 2 5. I guess my lady's not up there doing the, the, the sermons, the scriptures today. Philippians 2 5 says, Have this attitude in yourself, which was also in Christ Jesus. Wow. Have this attitude in yourself, which was also in Christ Jesus who, although he exists in the form of God, did not regard equal with God, a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant. Wow, this is Jesus taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of man and being found in appearance as a man he humbled himself, guys, to become obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Wow. He, he says, okay, what? Why do you think he got nailed to a cross? He says that cross was one of the lowest things. And he said, Lord, I'm going to do your will. He says, I, 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 I humble myself. He humbled himself. See, this is the thing, church. He humbled himself to the point of death. Sometimes you and I need to learn to die to ourselves. To die to ourselves. It says, okay, self needs to die. I, I need to stop trying to be something I'm not. You were not born to do these worldly things. You weren't born, listen to, listen to what I'm saying, uh, to go with the world system, world standards. You weren't, you weren't born into this world so you would uh, become affiliated with all these weird things in the world. You were born into this world because God called you to praise him and glorify him, but he gave you a choice. And some of us, we made wrong choices. We made wrong choice here. We made wrong choices. But then he redeemed us by sending his son to die on the cross so that we would come back to our senses. We would come back to our senses. So that's why Jesus took the form of a man and humbled himself to show us that we can serve. We can serve in the house of God. We can serve the things of God. We can serve him. But we're going to have to die to the cross. We're going to have to stay in that place of humility so that God can exalt us because pride cometh before a fall but humility brings honor and life and riches come on somebody I learned this in the 25 years I've been serving God we all have failed and made mistakes it's not that you have made a mistake the point is can you get up what did I preach on last Sunday it's time to get up it's time to get up. It's time to get up and get back. Do what God wants you to do. If your mistake was so big that you couldn't get up of it, then Jesus died for nothing. But he's seen, foretold everything that was going to happen in our lives. He died on the cross saying, come on. We can do this. 
You can get back where you belong. Grab a hold of the spirit of a bond servant and serve where I place you at. And do the best that you can do and give it all you got. Come on, and give it all you got. See, this is the thing. Some people, they come, they serve. But then they lose that spirit. And now it's because I have to. No, don't do it because you, do it because you want to. It changes you. It changes your life. Come on, it changes your life. It changes your life. The spirit of bond servant is willing to do it. Willing to serve. Willing to do what's needed. And that's how we're going to overcome this world. This is the hope to a dying world, church. That the church will learn the way of the bond servant. That they will learn the way it is to, to show others we are here to serve. Amen. Not, in our, not only in our church, but we're in our jobs. We are the, great, the greatest servants in our job. Wherever you work at, you should be the greatest. Come on, somebody. Because you're a child of the king. You're a child of the Lord of Lords. The king of kings. The most high. Our heavenly father. That's his spirit. is to serve. Amen. When I was working, after three or four weeks when I was working in this print shop in Santa Ana, they, they wanted to make me lead, lead over all the people that were there. There was a guy who had been there like for, I think, like six, seven years. And he was from our church. Not from our church. I wasn't a pastor. I was, I was a home director. I just came back from Texas. I think it was in like a 96 and I just, I was just serving. I was just, because I was, I was, we were taught to do our best. So three, four weeks, they came to me and told me, we want to, we want to, I think it was like about, almost like six weeks, I would say, I want to make you head over this department. I want to give you pay. I want to give you salary. And the guy that was there with me, and, and, and I, I was like, but that's not my position. That's his, he's been fighting for that position. And I told him these words, I said, look, I'm not going to take the job. I says, this is the only reason why I told him, because I'm not here forever. I said, I just want to come and do what I need to do for now. But uh, this is your career. This is your job. You go for it. He said, but you're going to have to pick up your pace, I told him. You're picking your pace because you're telling them that we go to the same church. And you're lagging. So I'm just, I'm just telling you what I told him. So next time, if you're lagging, don't tell them what church you go to. Tell me you, you, you go to the, you know, know someone else or else. But if you're doing your best, you can tell me, hey, I go, okay, man. And he, and he caught and he got on, and, and he ended up, within a couple weeks, he, 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 took, he got the position. And then, about, and then I, 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 I pulled back and I went, and I went somewhere else. This is what I'm telling you. Wherever God places you at, give me your best. Come on, give me your best. Give me your best. Give me your best. Give me your best. The same way with your marriages. God, God gave me that woman. God gave me that man. Give me your best. Give me your best. Go on. I wouldn't be with my wife these 23 years if we didn't give it our best. It was a road bumpy. There was a few bumps in the road. But we decided to stick it out. Now I can look back and you know it's going to be 19 years. I'm like, wow. I didn't think we're going to pass two years. And some of you might have been in that same place. But if you're willing to serve, 
We live to be having that spirit of bond servant. It, it, not only does it affect the church, but it affects your whole life. It affects where you work at. It affects your household. It affects the world. And I believe it's time that we come back and learning that what we do now do affect the world. Come on, somebody. Let's all stand. Let's all stand this morning, church. Jesus was willing to humble himself. The man, the servant in the house said, I'm willing to become a bond servant. He says, my yoke is light. You got to be willing to unyoke yourself with other things that are enabling you to serve and to put on the yoke that is light. And yoke yourself up to become everything God wants you to be. Every head bowed, every eye closed this morning. Maybe you're here this morning saying, Pastor, I, I, don't, I don't know this Jesus. I, I, just found, I just found out that he gave his life for me, that I would be saved. I want to change my life. I, I want to change directions. I want to change directions. I, I want to give my life to Jesus today. I want to give my life to Jesus. If that's you this morning saying, I need Jesus, I want you to lift up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You're saying, I, I need to give my life to Jesus. I, I need Jesus because I'm going the wrong direction and I'm going to stop going that direction. Anyone else? Anyone else? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God sees that hand. Maybe you're here this morning saying, Pastor, I've fallen away. I've drifted away and I need to come back. I, I need to get back where I belong. If that's you this morning, lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. God bless 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 you. You're here this morning, you're saying, Pastor, I need, I, I need to get back into willing to serve like never before. Getting that spirit of a bond servant. Willing to serve and humble myself and yoke myself up to the right things. To get back where I belong. So that I can just allow myself to flourish within my house, within my ministry within my life if that's you this morning you lifted your hand for salvation and for restoration and for when God spoke to you I want you to come right now come 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 make a way come when God spoke to you come come make a way at the altar come so when you humble yourself before the almighty hand of God hands came from all over from back there to come find a place and just just speak to God we're going to pray for you right now Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Father, we worship you, Lord. Lord, we thank you, we thank you, Lord, we thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. There's room over here, there's more room over here, there's more. Amen, anyone else, anyone else? You're seeing, Pastor... I've been struggling. I've been going through some things, and, and I, I need your touch. I need your touch. God is willing to touch us. God's willing to give us the strength that we need. If that's you, come. The altars are open. The altar is a place where we come and we lay everything at the altar. We, we let it go. It's a place where we come. We sacrifice ourselves. Say, Lord, God, here's is the issue that I'm struggling with. These are the things that I'm having an issue with. God, here they are. Here's the altar. Here is everything that's holding me back. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I want you to repeat these words after me. Say, Jesus, wash me to your precious blood. Forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart and make me new. Thank you for forgiving me of all my sins. Lord, give me peace and strength in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a great clap offering. We are not done yet. But the Bible says when you give your life to God, that heaven rejoices, that there's a party going on in heaven. Because why? Because Jesus says, my God, my son, and my daughter just gave their life to me. And the party's going on, and God's saying, yes, yes. Now, what we need to do now is learn to do right, learn to do good. Stay away from the evil. Plug yourself into a church. Read your word. Allow God to use your life greatly. And you'll see yourself just flourish like never before. If you have no word of fellowship, you're more than welcome to come here. Our doors are open. We love you. And if you want more information, you can go to Your Love Ministries and they'll give you more information about the church. We want to pray with you right now. Just stay where you're at. And as the altar workers help me, we're going to pray for you. And we're just going to love on you and let you know that you are valuable and that God cares about you today. Come on, church, let's begin to worship the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.